Hello, Akashavani Terbithya. So, this morning I was just walking on my terrace and uh, balcony and uh, terrace balcony. So, I'm reminded of uh, one is um, a great, the person who makes a life book. Yeah? And uh, uh, Mr. Butcher. He says he spoke about he spoke about a story where um, Turkish people have a fancy for uh, balconies, and that uh, having a house with a balcony, with a great balcony, is a sign of wealth. You're doing well. So, um, um, so I don't know if I have some of that in my soul composition. But I've always loved balconies. There's, there's something so beautiful about it. So I was walking on the terrace. And um, for me, terrace also, in a way, maybe because um, one of the, because the musician I am following, very uh, beautiful work, compositions. And uh, one of the references to terrace, so Terrace also, it's like a landing in a staircase, yeah? So when you can um, be on a terrace or the landing space of a, of, a ter of, a of a staircase, there's something to contemplate from that level, which was not possible, say, from ground level or from the first floor, yeah, or from the second floor. So whichever the landing is, there's something, it's like a junction. Uh, something is possible to be seen from there from that level which may not be possible from any other level and it is important to contemplate well enough in that junction so that we can make uh, better choices if there were something that that was desirable so a little bit of ret retrospection and contemplation and then uh, choose on a better course so that would be again climbing up the stairwell yeah so it's either you are uh, you are deciding that it, the stairwell you are climbing is already worth it, yeah? And then you are saying, uh, and then you are bettering it. So you are living the same life, only you are bettering it, you are making it better by how you are climbing, how, what you are doing in each of these, these steps of the stairwell. Um, stairwell is continuous steps. Staircase has landings in between, yeah? Well, I think the stairwell also has, depending on floors, so one floor to one floor, you have steps, continues, you're going around a pole, uh, pole dancing comes to mind. And then you come to a landing of a, of a floor, and then, and then you do your things there, and then you climb up the uh, stairwell, dancing around a pole. <laughs> That's my idea right now. But I've been thinking about a little bit of pole dancing and what actually dance actually represents and what is the actually trying to say through the different um, art forms we have, through the different dances we have. There's foxtrot, there's waltz, there's pole dancing, and then there's uh, the flamingo. Yeah. Um, and there's so many, so many kinds of dance. And each is ballet, tap dance. Uh, they all talk about something specific and what is that they are actually representing. Just like we have games, hockey, cricket, lagori, and then 
kabaddi and all these different kinds of games even gilli danda yeah so all of these are actually um physical representation of a cosmic phenomenon which to the through playing these games the way they are meant to be played we're learning cosmic phenomenon so each of these games were invented over time um and uh, as kids are playing it at people of different age groups are playing it we're learning um cosmic phenomenon which may otherwise not be possible maybe or uh through the physical movements of these games we're learning harmony we're learning how to play as a team we're learning how to do things together reach a goal um so contrast that with the india pakistan uh, cricket match or any other country which is having a little bit of strife and you're kind of taking a kind of a pleasure out of seeing the other the other lose um is actually in some way you're losing something yeah so when that when the spirit of the game this when the spirit of how the observers observe the game is is not as healthy that's when you need to really think why have we been playing games to begin with why are there these games and to bring a bond homey between people to bring her bring us closer heal our wounds in our heart such that our heart is open enough such that the flow of life is moving um singing the songs of life making our each other's lives beautiful no matter where our boundaries are what our boundaries are we have i have my house to live in you have your house to live in i have my country in which i live you have your country in which you live and there are rivers flowing between these countries there are um there is the wind m- moving across these countries we are on the same planet earth and then it's about how life flows through these boundaries um and how do we play games what is the spirit in which with with which we interact um that makes life beautiful or a little difficult in the heart we might be having heart conditions yeah health conditions and a whole list of diseases so the whole list of diseases are actually talking about how much not so happy games we may be playing yeah so while there are so many games to actually come home heal the wounds bring us together into happy games while these games are there we are having diseases now this doesn't really tally which means we are not really making use of the games that we have invented over so many years over millions of years so that's one part so while i'm speaking this i am practicing nirbhij yoga and while i'm practicing nirbhij yoga nirbhij yoga is a method of caring method of practicing non violence so while i'm speaking i'm practicing nirbhij yoga by how i'm breathing how i'm um how is my poise um i wouldn't say visibly life in relationship with life uh, how is my connection with life how is my relationship with life how is my um what is it i'm meditating on yeah these kind of form the pranayama asana dhyana yeah which is in um hatha yoga terminology i'm kind of taking the reference from hatha yoga for um, to see what is there and what may be missing because of which we have a list of diseases and we are having 
to have people stand with guns on the borders yeah so uh, the, the attempt is to try and bridge those gaps such that we're not having to have people stand with guns on the borders and not having to um, have so much of a strife about maintaining peace and non-violence yeah so nirbhijyoga medicine intelligence technology is a solution for uh, having humanity cross boundaries yeah and what it takes for the first to have that and to maintain and sustain it um so this morning as i was walking on the terrace i was thinking about um as i'm walking the grand canyon is forming and you know what the grand canyon is the grand canyon is also kind of like the tall walls or mount is it mountains i don't know that that we build across boundaries um the berlin wall um was brought down yeah that may be a sign that humanity across boundaries is beginning to happen yeah now i'm i didn't i didn't say this or create it or you know like predict prophesize it this has happened people so humanity across boundaries has begun to take shape since the berlin wall was brought down so walls are coming down so what i'm um doing while i'm practicing the bijuga while i'm breathing well breathing well kind of um breathing the healing the fabric of time and space by the fact of how i'm breathing it's the nirbija yoga method of breathing it heals violences within our composition within our constitution and i was thinking as i'm walking on the terrace i was thinking um there are people moving yeah in and around the spaces new people come or you know uh, old um, old people they travel they move yeah people are always moving so when people are moving we are also breathing our emotional composition our spiritual emotional intellectual composition they also form inform our breath and our breath informs the health we have yeah they are informing each other forming and informing each other so i'm thinking while i'm breathing here there's also air molecules moving and uh, and then there are different kinds of people going in and around the spaces i live now i'm thinking the grand canyon is forming because what i'm doing is i'm healing the fabric of time and space um i'm healing violences yeah which is also there in how we breathe how air how the molecules of air move um because of which when they are kind of charged in a particular way they affect what they touch in a particular way so when the say the the, the molecules of air is is less charged which is possible by uh, nirbijoga uh in the sense i'm not discharging them it's just that they are finding it's like you know they come to this they've been running around and then they've come to the space where there's not so much of running around happening it's kind of still it's and and it is um it is like this uh teddy bear hug you know it's like a cuddly little space where you can just it's like a baby you know who's, who's crying and then you find mommy's little comfort and you just be there they not it's not that mommy's doing anything it's just mommy there yeah and then whatever is happening inside finds a little solace and then you're better enough to now go and you know do whatever you're doing 
but that molecule, the tiny little um, molecule, is not so charged as it was before um, mommy hug. Yeah. So, so Nirbhiji Yoga is like that. With practice, you kind of become this nurturing space. Um, your uh, movements have a certain quality. It kind of makes life better. It soothes it's like a balm. So I'm thinking, as I'm walking on the terrace, the Grand Canyon is forming, yeah? And as I'm moving through different spaces, I, I notice that people, earlier I used to notice that when I would go, for, go to these grocery stores, I would notice that people would come and huddle, kind of are coming closer to me. And I was thinking, that's kind of odd. Then I was thinking, I'm actually doing Nirbhi Yoga. And I, in the sense that I have been practicing Nirbhi Yoga. So I don't, so I didn't quite notice how my physiology may have been changing so that I'm doing Nirbhi Yoga even when I'm not aware of doing it. It's like a bit of a state change, uh, something like that. Your physiology is naturally prone to kind of be humane. Yeah. And, uh, and I was noticing people are doing that. And when I'm particularly paying attention to my breath in a particular way, People are more around me, kind of. And then, um, um, and it's as though they're like having a, uh, you know, like like a spa, kind of uh, here too, this one too. This is also kind of not so very fine, kind of. <laughs> I was like, like, this is interesting. So, um, I've noticed that uh, when, I, uh, when I was participating in, these, uh, in one of the workshops, there was this cat who was going around in the circle. And uh, she, I was thinking, she's not coming anywhere close to me. And then she would go around everywhere. And finally, she comes to me and then she sleeps. And I was like, okay. You know, and then you're like, people are looking at me and they're like, you don't know what to do. The cat is sleeping. Uh, so these are all uh, different healers. So I've also noticed that sometimes when I've been kind of very anxious, uh, it's babies who kind of soothe. It's okay, you're doing the right thing, kind of thing. So, uh, so who are my teachers? Uh, life in different forms. So when I'm being too kiddish, I have an adult um, pulling me up and saying, you know what, you're going a little odd. And when I'm being all too adult, I have a kid keeping me in place. So, so yeah, there are different manifestations. There are different movements, but. I think life is um, many ways informing uh, me when I am not doing uh, that which soothes life, which is Nirbhi Yoga. Um, um, as an ongoing practice, as I'm walking around, it, I think it soothes life. Life breathes easier. Um, so. Uh, one other thought that does come to mind is that uh, I've been talking about maintaining um, a common sense, our head, well on a good shoulder. Um, and for that, um, our logo, you know, Mighty Baby, we call, we call our logo Mighty Baby. Um, that's about a person who has it together and keeps it together. So, um, yeah and function being co in, common, in common sense, which means the head, you know, the dot that represents um, uh, the head of Mighty Baby. 
um, represents 41 langanams. And, and in the language of medicine intelligence, the vocabulary, the 40, langanams means something that you go beyond. It is not, doesn't mean fasting, it is langa, uh, to, to go beyond. Yeah? So, uh, that is how I understand it, because that makes sense. Because fasting doesn't make sense to me. Going beyond makes sense. Um, and it's not just about making sense, but I'm, um, I've often found that the Vedic language is not understood or read or chanted the way it needs to be. That somehow the meanings are getting lost because of how the language is being appreciated. And hence, the, the benefit of the language, what this language encompasses, is not really made use of as much as it needs to be. Because the Sanskrit, I often find, every time I read a, a, a little phrase, a little word, I keep thinking, you know, they're saying this, but the meaning is, has so much more. I often find that uh, Sanskrit is a phonemic language. It sounds, it's sound, it's like sound droplets put together in certain combinations. And in so, and then when you're, and a lot of us may be reading those sound combinations in a very interesting way, and then we are having our interpretations, our stories from this is what this verse says, when it actually is not. It may sometimes be the right opposite, and then um, it's very interesting the kind of dynamics, the kind of movements of life we make from our understanding of one, you know, the understanding of a verse one way versus another. And I'm thinking, this language is so liberating. Why are people getting caught in it or caught by it? It's because of how we read these verses. So for me, Langanam um, comes to going beyond what is, um, going beyond a certain, um, I wouldn't say limit. I would say more like a horizon. This is what you've been seeing things as and then going beyond yeah uh, yeah so there are 41 langanams and uh, it's it's kind of represented in the head the uh, the dot which represents the head of mighty baby <coughs> excuse me and i was thinking uh, keeping the head a lot of people talk in terms of downloading information yeah updation of dna and downloading information and those kind of terminologies these are often what I've heard from who, who call themselves as grid workers, light workers, and those kind of terminologies. I found it pretty in interesting in the sense they all call um, themselves energy workers. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a way of thinking, it's a way of uh, looking at life. Um, but I find it pretty interesting how they, call, how they call it as downloading and things like that. And I'm thinking... You know, uh, a roof that's kind of leaky also downloads things, yeah? So if you're not, and a lot of people are having difficulties keeping the common sense, and then we are practicing all of this negative energy clearing and you know, all those kinds of things. So these are again energy terms, but I'm thinking that's happening because you don't have filters enough. A lot of people, since we're human beings standing upright on two feet and our head is right on top, one of the difficulties human beings have been facing is to keep their head, the rooftop, um, uh, 
filter you know the cap well enough such that uh, you're not losing it so we're not just anything is not just pouring in that's why we have a roof on top of the head and the roof is good enough we don't have anything just pouring in yeah so human beings have a difficulty keeping the rooftop of our own body house well enough so we hear these terms like downloading and all this stuff i'm thinking leaky roof yeah and then they are doing this negative energy clearing and these uh, chants and incense and crystals and many kinds of things i'm thinking all of this is not necessary yeah because i'm practicing i'm practicing nirbij yoga and i keep finding all this is not necessary all you need is a human body and you need to maintain the body in a certain way which is what informs the practice of nirbij yoga which is why nirbij yoga is different from hatha yoga so all of these practitioners so it's very easy for me to see life very clearly because i'm practicing nirbij yoga and there's very few people if any well very few people who are actually practicing it the way i'm practicing it because i've been i'm kind of seasoned in it i've been doing this this is my fair form of yoga i've tried hatha yoga and then i'm finding you know what i'm going still as i'm doing this i'm more like becoming more still and silent and so this is not how i want to is my experience of yoga um because this is kind of taking me out of how i need to be or how is how i'm healthy so hatha yoga i've been thinking you know they're calling it yoga yoga but yoga is not happening so so i have a very clear distinct view of life i do nirbij yoga and the rest of the world do hatha yoga or one or the other forms of it so it becomes easy for me to see what is missing the presence of which will make a difference yeah in us having normal ordinary healthy non-violent peaceful lives where you know with humanity across boundaries it's very clear for me to see because the distinction is you know the difference uh, the my world and the world as i see is happening you know things are on planet earth is very distinct thank you for listening i hope this gives you pause for thought and maybe gives you a little understanding of why i speak the way i speak and how i speak it and why it becomes possible for me to be easy about what i'm speaking and uh, life agrees with me you know it's it's like in some ways life have been what are these people these human beings doing you know uh, kind of very strange uh, behaviors very interesting strange behaviors so i sometimes see animals and i also notice some plants kind of noticing when we are kind of doing these different things and i often keep kind of hear animals singing okay that they are doing it again you know like that so i hope this gives you pause for thought maybe a little bit of amusement or maybe a little bit of understanding of some of the cartoons that you may be seeing around about plants and animals and um some things which you may have thought you know pretty interesting perspective that may be also how life is looking at as human beings when we are going about our different activities um the idea is to come to the umbrella that life is on earth as a common fabric that we are all moving around with in and we breathe air earth water fire and spirit space and then we have these very interesting practices which i'm calling as different forms of hatha yoga because 
life is so distinctly clear between nirbij yoga and hatha yoga that uh, i can i am speaking this um and i think hatha yoga is an interpretation of written down text um of many ways um and uh, the written down text may be in a language which may be being read in very interesting ways because of which our practice of hatha yoga is the way it is uh and we have a list of diseases and you know humanity across boundaries in different stages of forming so thank you for listening love